0: And a one and a two and a, I feel it in my fingers in my finger I feel it in my in, toes. In my toes. in my toes. Hockey's almost upon us. So let that whistle blow. Let that whistle blow. <laughs> Howdy and welcome. Uh, to the Hollywood Hockey Bonanzas, I'm your commissioner and co-host Steele, as always, joined by my co-host Matt. Matt, the people want to know, how are you doing?
1: Steele, I'm doing pretty well. Um, it's always tough getting through a summer with no uh, no fantasy sports, really, um, not for me at least. But uh, hockey season is right around the corner, and I could not be more excited.
0: Oh, I I was looking at you know the football games this weekend, and I am using the score app, and I go to Sunday, and I'm like, wait a second, there's hockey on the schedule here. Preseason yep. games coming down the pipe, very exciting. Um, yeah, I kind of lost interest in my F1 fantasy pool. Uh, I did watch the races, but uh, I stopped uh, participating in that one. I'm very. How does that work? It, Is was it just, like,
1: It's just standings and like how well, well yeah, he finish it was per like race?
0: You, you, it was all salary based. So like all the drivers and the team, so you had to pick one team and I don't know, five drivers. Interesting. And, uh, they all had different and like their prices would go up and down. So like you could earn more cash, more room. If your guys went up, you could then sell them kind of thing. Ah, um, and then sounds like, um, yeah,
1: need a yeah, death. So then it was by
0: finishing and qualifying and whatnot, stuff like that but uh, very cool yeah i don't know anything about it f1 so uh i'm no neither do i
1: we got learning the fantasy hockey go. on lock though
0: we sure do yeah what's uh you know it's not the four last titles is it
1: uh no
0: i don't think i want no to, i don't though. think so. no, no i don't think
1: i, I don't No, i was the first one i think ryan i think it's last three yeah definitely last yeah. three yeah. yeah we uh ever since well, we wait is this the third year of the podcast and we won three in a row
0: um it very well could be yeah this is, or is, it, is it, yeah this is it would, wow look at us go let's we got to oh continue goodness, the trend so endorsement deals coming down the pipeline <laughs> this <laughs> sponsored by manscaped casement. oh my goodness get excited <laughs> that, uh, that would be all right so i figured this one we'll just uh check out the keepers of every team and uh just get excited for some fantasy hockey coming up here
1: yeah take a look at the keepers and then um anywhere where there's some debate to be had or some really high end players to be left on the table. We'll definitely talk about that. It's always curious. I mean, last year we had the full reset, right? So um, everyone was available for the draft and um, we have a number of new league mates who haven't done a draft with keepers um, previously selected. Right. So that's a bit of a different thing for some people to see the talent available in, in the, the, air quotes, fourth round, Um, air quotes, first round, whatever you want to call it. But um, how about we start with Jeff? Who do you think? uh, Who do you think his keepers are going to be?
0: Yeah, we'll take a look at Chuck E. Cheese. He made that big trade uh, for his favorite flame, who is no longer a flame. But uh, Matthew Kachuk leads off this keeper trio with, uh, I think, Hedman and Sebastian Ajo going to round it out.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I don't think there's Anyone challenging that at all? It's pretty pretty clear. Um, no really strong goaltending, and I mean, and Jeff had a down year last year too. He finished in last, so at least he's got what I would I would assume. You know, it's a pretty strong keeper trio.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's got. Uh, I don't think anybody would argue. Headman's a top three D at the minimum. Uh, Kachuk, we'll see how he does in Florida. I, I imagine. I think I think in general scoring will be less than last year. I don't know why I would say that, but I felt like it was a very high scoring year last year, so I imagine a lot of people with guys, a lot of points. Yeah, like what yeah. there's like a ridiculous number of people with 100 plus points and uh, 40 plus goals. So I could see a decrease for the the guys who had a bit of a splurge last year, but uh, Kachuk should still come in handy on that wing and Aho is uh not it, you know, he's, I'd say he's a pretty decent center.
1: Yeah, he's a driving for, he's the, the center in Carolina, right? Especially with Trocek yeah. being gone. Um curious to see where Pacioretty slots in there, but um, I guess that's for, you know, another conversation. Well,
0: isn't, isn't he, how long he is he out for? I thought he was out for like the season.
1: Pacioretty out for the season? I don't know, I don't know that. I thought he was, I, will... I know he got injured last year. I didn't know he was going to be out all of
0: this year. No, he got injured like this summer. Did he really? I mean, let me look it up here.
1: Oh, yeah. There's no there's player notes in Yahoo. Oh,
0: he's out six months from August. So oh, wow.
1: Okay, so I guess that's not as much of a...
0: August is, what, the eighth month? So we're into February when he comes back. Wow, I didn't know that. That is... Some quick math for you guys.
1: Yeah, I'm sure I would have figured it out that out in my draft <laughs> prep, but good good to know now. He is yeah. always injury prone. But, uh... yeah, and I wonder if Kachuk will be playing with... Barkov, or
0: if i I imagine they'll pop him on that top line and i I would think so too he might be the uh, the the winger who slots in on the other side because huberdo was good enough to
1: sustain his own line i don't know if kachuk has the same he doesn't have the same playmaking skills
0: anyways um that's yeah anyways yeah what what are we ranking this one out of ten
1: Oh man, I agreed to it. Agreed to a number scale, but this is going to be <laughs> difficult. I I think it's probably. I think it's pretty good. I would give it a probably a seven, somewhere around there. Like I don't think he's a
0: six point five. Like I don't want to start off too high in case you know. There's better I don't think things, any like of those guys could be great. are. Yeah,
1: I don't think any of those guys are necessarily like lock top ten talent in our fantasy league.
0: No. So like Although, they're good yeah, players, like, like
1: yeah. high end players. Um. And, like, it, it doesn't matter that the rest of his team wasn't good last year. Like, he's just keeping those three players. So, I, yeah, I'd give it a seven, I think.
0: Alrighty, Sounds good. Uh, I don't think there's any contestants to go first overall in that fourth round, so we'll skip that. And we'll head yeah, on to agree. our next team. Team Gritty with manager Danny. Um, I think we talked about this trio pretty extensively all last year. And, we did. uh we've got the other side of that Kachuk trade with Huberto now lining up as a forever flame uh, with McKinnon and Ovechkin who uh, we'll see. You got a, you got a hot take for us on Ovechkin this year.
1: I don't think I can't do it this year. (laughs) He's been, he's just, uh, you know, he's defying father time. He just sits in that pocket and just hammers one timers and still manages. I think his hits were down a little bit last year, um, but still shooting at an incredible rate still shooting a lot, um, 50 goals. I mean, like, can't really argue with that. Um, I, the only, I mean, so I would agree. Those are Danny's three keepers, McKinnon, Huberdo, and Ovechkin. But Kyle Connor is, um, I would say, definitely a con- a contestant to go in the fourth round. Um, I would agree. He was incredible last year. He's got his preseason ranking as 26. So that's, um, you know, that would be within keeper territory you know if we if we went on the preseason rankings 47 goals 46 assists last year 317 shots not very physical um and I actually haven't been paying attention to what Winnipeg is doing so uh, worth looking into
0: turmoil in the locker room as as all the so there's a bunch of rumors over the past few years that like Shifley and Wheeler were just uh essentially assholes
1: <laughs> oh really
0: but yeah apparently yeah, like because like there was also so many stories of other players being the issue there like line a i mean there's the whole bufflin thing just retiring out of nowhere uh yeah. obviously kane probably uh did his fair share of being a shithead but uh hey i'll protect uh, yeah, they stripped him with my Wheeler life of the of the of the captain so the of the captain right right so. yeah it'll be yeah. interesting to see there Con- connor i think is still a undeniable talent he'll have a good year and yeah. honestly i quite like this keeper group it's tough to, just to compare it to jeff's but that's the only one we've done i like mckinnon over aho i like Cubido over kachuk and Ovi headman uh seems like a, a wash at best so i i'm putting this one i think at a, a oh, man maybe even that eight
1: i was thinking an eight yeah i mean mckinnon's like a lock top five right um, yeah. If he if doesn't, he uh, assuming, yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you just you have, have to assume, assume. they're playing uh, yeah. the games right now. Curious to see how Huberdeau responds in Calgary if he's playing with yeah. Lindholm. I mean, he'll just be teeing up Lindholm probably. So um, that, w- yeah, that would be a good, a good move for him potentially. Just a lateral move. Although Florida's power play was so good, um, I'm sure Calgary they will, were. Calgary will have a good power play too. But um, yeah, I would. I mean, I'm curious. I guess we'll see if there's anything any like tens like that would be. Is it like what? What is a ten? Is it McDavid, Dreisaitl? Anyways, I
0: But you know, I don't yeah. want to give a ten and then be like, oh shit, this one's actually better. Exactly. So, yeah, I
1: would agree yeah. with an an eight or maybe yeah, probably an eight just because. Yeah. I, I I don't have my doubts on Ovechkin, but I he is older than um he you is know, maybe maybe you'd like.
0: Yeah. But he's, he's gunning for those goals and the team is doing everything they can get. get They're get him feeding goals,
1: him so. everything on a platter.
0: Well, uh, another, you know, it, it was a tough, tough year again for manager Danny, but he's got some great building blocks coming into the season. So lots of reason to be optimistic, uh, which leads us to our next, uh, our, our champion who has fallen from grace, manager Ryan with Stammer Time. And this was the first one on first glance that I was... Uh, it, I guess I wasn't too iffy on who that third keeper is. I just didn't love it. Uh, who yeah. do you have here?
1: Yeah, I think I think when you look at it, like it took me a little while to find to find all three of them, just because I don't know they just didn't stand out. But I think Marner, Stamkos, and Pasternak are pretty definitively the best players on his team.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree uh, with Marner kind of being the one that's I think in some teams would be. Actually, I mean, past a two without Marchand for a bit and Bergeron's getting older. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, but you no, know, I agree with those three. And I don't think there's a contestant here to go first overall in that fourth round.
1: I don't know if there's a contestant to go like anywhere in the, in the first round. couple yeah. rounds after, you know, so. Ryan, he, you know, um, he will tell be the first one to tell you that he didn't have a very good year. And I was looking and I was like, there isn't anyone close. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest like even nobody like, i'm targeting on that team really probably yeah. not at all yeah i would unless you want your troy terry um yeah unless i can
0: get terry at a, at a reasonable cost but but uh,
1: we're uh we got to keep those we got to keep these under wrap this isn't a sure not necessarily
0: a, a draft preview it's, for it's that. not the after draft special <laughs> yeah exactly all the secrets come out uh yeah, where you, so, this one um
1: i think yeah it's hard i don't know if with Bergeron getting injured as frequently as he seems to and Marchand even getting older and um, shines um,
0: out to like December, I think.
1: Yeah. That too. Marner is like not necessarily physically the the best player for our league, but I mean, I'm sure he'll still have a good year. Um I'd probably give it a, maybe a six I think that yeah, I was, I was thinking a...
0: six or 5.5 5 here, but uh, I think it's I a wasn't... strong,
1: it's, it's like a strong enough group. It's like, and Stamkos,
0: um, ha- if he can keep that left wing eligibility is, is huge. Getting that face off number from the, from the wing. Yeah. He really did have a bounce back here and Tampa's only going to be good again.
1: Tampa's is, uh, yeah, they're always good. So,
0: you know, I, I'll agree with the six on that one.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, Ryan looking for a bounce back. So he'll be, I guess he'll be pretty happy to start with those three. Um, and he does have trying. two
0: picks in the fourth round. So uh, he'll be, he'll be adding some talent to that group.
1: Right. Right. That was when, that was one of the famous trades where uh, he, who did he trade it from? Jags?
0: I was Jags. J- yeah.
1: For the four. And apparently neither of them knew that the fourth round pick <laughs> was the first rounder. Although we have both been over that with Ryan. He's like, how did you not know that? But Jags, you can be forgiven. It doesn't have been part of a draft where keepers
0: are pre selected, but anyways jigs also has trouble retaining information like that (laughs) it is (laughs) it is a bit of a
1: a bit of a nuanced detail (laughs) until until you are at the bad end of it i think if you hear it you're like yeah whatever and then it happens and you're like
0: unfortunate it was a fourth rounder and not a third rounder and i would have been like sorry we can't trade that they would have figured that out but uh that's just how she goes
1: and that's a little bit more on the camp of Ryan being like, did you
0: really not Yeah, know? I know. Very, very <laughs> coincidental that it was a fourth. But, yeah. Uh, I digress. I digress. We've covered this one. Uh, we'll head over to manager Drew with the Rat Squad. Uh, we talked about this all season again. He's got his trio, in my mind, of Bergeron, Kane, and Marshawn. All, all yeah. of them are getting older. And injuries and uh are coming in like he's gonna he's not gonna have Marchand for a few months which obviously affects Bergeron who's maybe maybe wasn't even coming back this year but he did sign and Patty Kane who do you think he gets traded this year uh
1: I, I read a I read a note from him saying that it was all kind of noise that all the trade talks it wasn't nothing was actually substantial but I could I mean I could see him getting traded if Chicago just continued I mean they're obviously continuing to tank right i mean they're yeah they they got i think their team on paper their team on paper is terrible so um and i i mean you think that unless kane just wants to chill and make whatever whatever it is 10 million a year or something
0: well this is this is his final year so on the contract like i like man could you imagine him as a trade deadline acquisition that'd be absolutely wild
1: well, I mean, it, and being from Toronto, it's all the talk this year was like, "Oh, Dubas should go out and get Patrick Kane." It's like, I mean, <laughs> obviously that space. would be, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, obviously they'd have to clear a lot of space, but, yeah. um, like, and I, I guess it it compounds as you get closer to the trade deadline, right? You get um, it, or it pro rates the your
0: cap space. Yeah, I think it's easier so. to navigate those those cap hits there. Yeah. Anyways, right. I think I
1: agree. Patty Kane, Bergeron, and Marchand. Although I didn't know Marchand was out until you know, however long December or something. Yeah, I mean. um, the only other rated low, man. I thought Dougie Hamilton would have been an interesting option if he wasn't injured. All of like he really had a bad year last year. Yeah, um, I feel like he was injured for a good chunk of it. But um, I don't know. I expect New Jersey to take another step in the right direction, but. Yeah, I would. what do you think of a grade for Drew's keepers then, if we're going with Kane, Bergeron, and Marchand?
0: I think I'd probably have to rank this one lower than Ryan's. So I I would say coming in, we'll say like a 5.5. Yeah,
1: I was even... Because like if... I mean, keepers are, you know, long term, but we only have them for three years the way we do the league. So um, I would even consider like a sub five grade like a four and a half or something just because marchand's sure. gonna be out for a while and bergeron and kane are both like older although bergeron has always been and probably will continue to be a beast in our league like he wins yeah. faceoffs almost like no other and somehow he just puts up 80 points every year he's on the power play he's so he is he is quite something it's just it's the age again and i think this well, bites that's me I sometimes like,
0: do we really think Bergeron is going to be a keeper next year? Like, do we think he's going to play next year? Kind of thing. Um, yeah. So I I, and I don't yeah. want to—I don't want to put too much weight into that because maybe he'll have a great draft and have some guys to replace these guys. But uh, yeah, ooh, I'd say I—I I, 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 I would probably say a five.
1: I think I think yeah, that's a I fair think, think a assessment. Fair. Just because I'm sure there are some questions coming into this year and definitely heading into next year. Yeah,
0: and I don't see anybody who could, uh, who could go in that fourth round.
1: No, it'll be a very interesting draft because we're through, um, you know, a couple of four teams. I guess these are the lower finishing teams. So you wouldn't necessarily expect them to have a plethora of high
0: end talent, particularly with all those trades we were making. Yeah. uh, All right. So that brings us to manager Neil with back spasms. I, this this was I think a similar to Ryan in that the first two stand out and the third one was iffy, but I went with Rantanen, Barkov, and Carlson.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, Carlson being the iffy one, I assume. Um, yeah, he is also getting older. Washington, I think, is taking. You know, they're they're not the you know constant President Trophy contender that they were with like Ovi in his prime and everything, but. Um Carlson's still I would say an elite fantasy defenseman. I w- there's also no one that I would consider over him. No. Man, they have Sorokin with a preseason ranking of 34. Wow. That's, that's high. That's very, very high. Um yeah, I mean, I think he drafted I think Patterson was his keeper or was his was an earlier pick last year. I can't remember who his uh first three picks were. Um, but I, Rantanen and Barkoff are almost as good as it gets um, yeah. in terms of a 1-2. So um, what do you think for uh, for number grade here?
0: Yeah, I was thinking this would have been on level with Ryan, like around a 6. I mean, looking at Jeff, if we gave Jeff a 6.5 with Hedman, Kachuk, and Aho,
1: I would agree with a 6, I think. I think Carlson brings it down. Yeah, for I sure. I think if if it's Rantanen and Bar- Barkoff, skyrocket. It, it certainly could. I mean, although who knows, anything could happen by the time we were on next oh. year's
0: draft preview. Very true, very true. All right, so that brings us to our next one, Big Cat Dumpster Fire. <laughs> that was a fire noise. <laughs> uh, Manager Jags and his uh, temper tantrum squad here, he actually did very well on our golf trip. Uh, was uh, was very good with the ribbing. And this, you know, for a team that just missed playoffs, he's got a lot of keeper options.
1: And I would I would fully agree with that. Um, hey, this is probably the first one where it's not clear cut. I think there's a case to be made for up to five players, probably, in my opinion. So I'm I went with man, it's tough. I I was picking between Crosby, Tavares, vassi and Landeskog, and
0: yeah, I left Tavares out on that one, but went with that trio.
1: Yeah, I th- I think that that's probably. That's probably the way that it goes. I mean, Kreider had 52 goals last year. That is just crazy. And 141 hits, 35 power play points. Whoever is left out of this, Tavares, Kreider, those could both be very early draft picks um, uh, in the fourth round. I I would agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: Tavares is a monster in the face. He had a down year too, and he was coming off of that you know, the relatively short recovery of getting need in the head by Perry. Like, I think by all accounts, he's feeling a lot better um, having, you know, the summer again, like another summer to get
0: himself ready for the league. He did face off wins.
1: Yeah. Uh, And I can't imagine he's a minus eight next year, but I guess we'll,
0: I would, I would love for him not to keep Crosby because I've always wanted Crosby on the squad, but I I don't think it will happen. uh, Yeah. Another one kind of like
1: Ovi. I mean, Crosby's a, a beast. Um, and he didn't play the whole season last year either. Right. He was out the first Couple little weeks, while, I think. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so him, he's, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a keeper though. I think that, well, um, Vasi's a lock. Um, that's pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was, it's hard to play a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And you, you just want to make sure you're not getting like overshadowed by the allure of the Colorado Avalanche as a whole. But uh, yeah, I would keep I would probably keep Landis Gog and Crosby. Because, you know, Tavares is a locked center, dime a dozen for locked centers in the league. Um, you can, you know, you never have trouble filling that center slot, but um, keeping that left wing eligibility. I mean that could be a case for Kreider, but anyways, what do you think number number wise? I think this is
0: thinking like a seven
1: to a seven point five. So for Danny, we gave an eight for McKinnon, Huberto, and Obi. Um yeah, I think that's good. I think a seven point. Oh, did we give anyone a seven? Mac Kachuk, no. Hedman, and Aho. Jeff, we gave a seven, right? Wait, did we give Could, Jeff a seven or six point? Yeah, I I have a seven written down. But um, Kachuk, okay. Hedman, and Aho. Yeah, if I, I go ben Crosby, Vassy, Crosby, Landis, Landeskog. I agree too. And Vassy had a down season last year too, by yeah. his very lofty standards. I would give him a seven point five. I think that's sounds right. Crosby, yeah. It's a a pretty strong trio.
0: Jake looking to bounce back. Definitely some contenders to go in that first round, but he does not have a pick in that first round, so it will be tough for him to add back uh, Tavares, Kreider, or whoever he decides. Uh, Yeah,
1: and he's got Freddie Anderson as well. um, who was really good to start the year. Um, Tavares, Kreider... Frederick Anderson It's the first team with um, really strong people past the top three, I think.
0: Yeah, I'd agree for sure. Uh, which leads us to our next one. Yours truly, Nelly Spagelli. Manager Steel, Manager Me. Uh, this one I think is fairly clear cut on who I will be keeping between Dreisaitl, Kucherov and Yossi. And yep. uh, I don't really see a potential fourth round uh, selection may, uh, no, that'd be too high for Robertson. Yeah. Obviously, I he's think the best one after those three.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's curious to see how, like, I think, you know, I don't, I don't quite remember what the talent level in the fourth round looks like. So I'm very curious. True. to see Yeah. It'll be weird. What happens come draft day and, um, or, you know, once the keepers are all locked in and everything, um, but I think Drysaito Kucherov and Yosi. I mean, you, you, we, you and I made the big trade to get you Kucherov um, yeah. last year, where you gave me Svechnikov and Eichel, um, and you know you wanted to shore up your keepers. So Drysaito Kucherov is um, probably the strongest, right up there for the strongest one too. Probably yeah, the strongest I, I, one too. I'm so far, I'm quite excited
0: for it particularly having if dry soda keeps that dual eligibility uh yeah he really opens up a center spot later on and then yossi well he might not repeat uh like man those three are gonna put up fucking points and power play points out the wazoo yeah so i'm uh so- i'm looking forward to that for sure you want me to grade uh, this one so you don't sure. uh,
1: you don't bias me um yeah i mean it's 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 interesting babe because we're essentially grading on past performance mostly which is true i mean yosi had a career season last year right
0: he uh, in um, points
1: yeah yeah so um he i remember looking at the score app and he was involved in every freaking goal that nashville <laughs> scored it was nuts every time he had like you know four or five point nights but um i'll give you i'll probably
0: actually i'm probably going to give you um probably an 8.5 I was, I was agreeing with that. Like, I, I don't, I, I like so far of the teams. I like my trio the most. In terms Cause I of guess, he, would take.
1: yeah, I think so too. I think Danny is a close second with McKinnon, Huberto and Ovi. Yeah. Um, like those are McKinnon is elite. You know, he, he's a lock center compared to Dreisaitl's left wing eligibility. Huberto and Kucherov are probably, you know, pretty similar. Kucherov will score more goals, but they're pretty similar players in terms of Although Huberto doesn't shoot as much as Kucherov does, um, or he hasn't in the past. Um, and then Ovi versus Yossi, obviously positional difference. Um, and it'd be curious, can either of them repeat what they did last year? Uh, you know, that's yeah, we'll have to definitely see. a question. But I think 8.5, pretty fair. I'm You, you think that that's, uh,
0: that's... That's where I yeah. was looking at everybody else. That's where I was narrowing into. All right, so uh, we'll hop on to... Uh, our uh, first, uh, oh, no, he's not a semifinalist, not yet. Stash Poppy, the other Matt, uh, finishing fifth on the season. And uh, who who do you have keeping for him? This was a,
1: another tough one. Um, I have, I think, Matthews and Fox are locks, bars. And I think I went with Forsberg over Gensel. Um, but I don't, did Gensel, Gensel didn't play the whole year either. So, no,
0: I think cause like that whole Evan Rodriguez time to shine part.
1: Yeah. Um, um I think they're both good picks. I think either of them and then Kadri's there as well. I don't think yeah. he, I don't think he takes Cadre as a keeper, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Cadre go in the fourth or the fifth round. Probably just have to like, what, what level of production are we expecting? with him in Calgary, um, you know, he'll be the second line center. So similar situation to what he was in Colorado, but he, you know, a perfect, no, you know, the career year, the contract year, that, it happens like all that, the time. Like right? That's,
0: that's definitely somebody I don't think is going to come close to their, their point totals just cause you know, career year. I mean, McKinnon was out. So, uh, He's, he still did great when McKinnon was in, but he, he balled out when McKinnon was out as well. So, um, you know, who, who knows, maybe he gets a, a scenario where he gets to play with Huberto, but um, I would agree. I, I, th- I went with Matthews, Gensel and uh, Fox.
1: Yeah. Um, you think it's yeah. pretty clear between Gensel and Forsberg?
0: Not, not really. I, I just, from what I can recall of our chats, I think he likes Gensel. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's fair. I think Gensel, yeah. you know, is still, while well, he's still on the wing of Crosby and I don't know, I don't, yeah, I don't, Pittsburgh is, has always been an offensive, you know, a really powerful offensive team. He's on that power play with Latang and Malkin, Crosby, Gensel. It's it's uh, it's strong. So, although again, yeah. I don't think Gensel Gensel's not a top tier keeper. He's not like an elite keeper.
0: He's not, but uh, he's totally somebody who I think goes under the radar for sure.
1: Uh, yep, I think so but too. For so don't...
0: long, the story in Pittsburgh was like, you know Crosby didn't have any high quality wingers to play with and that story kind of faded but it wasn't more like oh Gensel's great it was just he didn't suck um
1: yeah but he's been really good
0: he has been really good yeah he's he's one of those low-key always kind of shows up kind of guys yeah uh were you were you great in this one
1: um this is a another tricky one I wonder where where did he take Halibut last year He probably
0: I I think in like the fourth
1: yeah pretty pretty early um I'd probably give this I mean Matthews is elite with like Dreisaitl and McKinnon and Fox I've you know I don't watch much Rangers hockey and I know he's elite in terms of point production and power play points and stuff um and he's a top tier defenseman I just don't for some reason, I don't have that much faith in him, but he does. He does um, get
0: a lot of blocks too, right? No, no, yeah, he does. 128, pretty decent. Yeah, um, I would. I was thinking close get, to Jeff. I was
1: like, thinking a seven, yeah, just because again he's got the elite, elite high, elite top talent in Matthews, and then potential, huge potential in Fox, yeah. and whoever he chooses between Gensel. I mean, Forsberg had 84 points last year too, so yeah. Um and yeah, Forsberg and Kadri, I could see going in the first two rounds, uh, you know, for rounds four and five for, for, for everyone sure. else.
0: For sure. All right. So, well, now we'll get to our, one of our first semifinalists here, manager Michael with Nellia Spigelia. He, this was also a curious one. Who'd you go with here?
1: Yeah, I think I, I went with the way that it, yeah, I went with the way that it's ordered, even though I didn't see the rankings beforehand, but McDavid, Locke. <laughs> Um, and then I went Caprazov and Miller Capper. I mean, man, Caprazov preseason ranking is six. Holy smokes. I guess he had 108 points last year. Um, but I think Caprazov only has room to improve too. Um, that, that, what was that? His second year in the league last second year,
0: year, but he, he, he was an older guy coming in. Yeah. He yeah, came from
1: the, from the KHL, but, um, but yeah, he's. I think he's, you know, encroaching on maybe just a tier below elite. Um, like I'd probably rather off oh, yeah. than Pasternak or Marner, right? Oh, I, I, yeah, speaking, I can agree with that. Speaking about like some of the other levels of keepers, and same with same with Forsberg and Gensel. I think I'd rather off than those two. So, and McDavid is. The clear cut like yeah. number one point producer in the league. I mean, there's questions whether, I mean, Dry wins more face offs and is almost equally involved. So, and JT Miller is flies way under the radar. His production and is, I, I, incredible. I do like
0: him staying in Vancouver. I do think that uh, is better for him. At least, maybe not better, but we don't have to worry about what's his role going to be on a new team kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And then I think that the depth is, is kind of staggering <laughs> like Aaron Eckblad, Morgan Riley, uh William Nylander and Chris Letang. Um, I think that
0: yeah, I'd be, I think Letang has a chance at going in the fourth. Yeah. If, if people I, aren't worried about his age, I mean, fuck, he just put up a career year, but
1: um, yeah. Look at those look peripherals. At those per- too. Yeah. <laughs> we get fired up for peripherals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should know that oh man but uh the very good ranking group uh Miller it's always tough to gauge he's not a you know bonafide superstar even though he definitely performed like one last year yeah Um, I I I think think this would probably be on level with myself
1: yeah I was thinking yeah probably I don't I don't think it's higher because I think that I still take Kucherov over Kaprazov yeah um but Miller and Miller Yossi yeah Miller Yossi is a, it's, it's so, you know, two different needs, right? Yeah. How, like, you're, you don't get any defenseman scoring the amount of points Yossi did last year, at least. But Miller is a absolute jack of all trades in yeah. the league format that we use. So I would, you know, yeah, right around like the same fair. eight and a half. Yeah. I'm, I'm tempted to get like almost a
0: nine, like, especially with McDavid, like, it's, it's yeah. a very strong group. And so we'll get to our third place finally. And so I, I would have Latang as a clear candidate to go in the fourth round there.
1: Yep, I actually I wrote um, I think Ekblad as oh, well. Yeah. I mean Ak-
0: Latang and Ekblad already.
1: Akblad was a monster last year. True, and he was good um,
0: for a bit. So
1: I'm just and just looking at their preseason. Ekblad's preseason ranking is 32. Latang's is yeah. 72. That's
0: crazy, but that is crazy. So, but I, th- I feel like Latang was underrated last year too. Yeah, obviously, because I think he, he had a career but still, for regular production, Latang.
1: Yeah, a little bit injury prone, getting a bit older. Yeah. sometimes they they can be
0: passed on. Uh, nothing. I'm still, the- still buying that Pittsburgh offense this season. Yep. Yeah, that should be should be fun to watch. All right, uh, so we'll go to Rafi Rockets with manager Mitch, our third place. Uh, finalist, I don't know, finisher, won, yeah. won his last match of the season, which is always nice to do. This one was interesting. I remember in his draft, I absolutely hated taking Brayden Point. Uh, he was at the turn, so whatever, round one, round two, doesn't matter. Um, and I think I, I came out justified there. So that's, that's always a tough blow, losing a top pick like that. Who do you think he's going to go with?
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to... I didn't know McAvoy was out six months after shoulder surgery. Yeah. i yeah, it's finding out Boston. all these. Yeah. Finding. Yeah. So, I mean, Makar is a lock. I spoke to him earlier in the season because I was trying to trade for Darnell Nurse and he wanted to keep Darnell Nurse. Now, he I don't know originally. if he. Yeah. So. I don't think it's he, much. 121 right now, preseason ranking. I mean, he's still a beast in peripheral cats, but um, I think you need to prioritize some other things for keepers. So I think Makar I think he has to keep Shusterkin, right? Yeah. Um, Shusterkin was probably the the best trade that you know he made. Yeah. Best exactly trade he made sure. last year for sure. Like Shusterkin yeah. was not although he cooled down coming into the playoffs, but um, it's the third slot that I'm curious
0: about because. And and when I talked to him I, the last time we spoke, he was he was floating the idea of to keeping Soros as well. And uh, so that I would was, be interesting it was you know my first reaction is good god don't do it um, Yeah, because i'm always very goalie adverse even though it, it turns out to bite me occasionally it always uh, bites you <laughs> <laughs> you just end up with your
1: who'd you have to end your season on as your oh, three goaltenders Vajamelka, uh, like oh, uh, i forgot about that guy. Vanasek, francouz and
0: Vajamelka. <laughs> a powerhouse oh. trio if i've ever seen one most uh, certainly so, you know, I, I could see him him doing that. I think uh, we saw goalies showing their value, the top-tier guys, last season. Uh, whether or not that repeats, who knows. Um, other than that, I think Timo Meir would probably be the candidate. Yeah, Meyer had a... I mean, he had a monster
1: year last year. Like 326 yeah. shots on goal, 162 hits. He was... And like thirty five like goals, the, 41 and that assists. first like three months, like had like sixty percent. He was like a production. top ten. Was he was a top ten player for the first, you know, what however long it was. I don't know. I don't think San Jose is expecting to be very good again this year. Um, no, I'm, but I'm but sure it they stop have some, last year. So yeah, they have some more of their young talent coming along. Um, some of their draft picks from a few years ago, um, and he's got some pretty good middling talent there too like I thought McAvoy yeah. would be a keeper but if he's out for six months yeah, he's, but like, he's out he was a beast last year so I, I don't know if that um, I guess that would impact his thoughts to keep him I mean there's certain threshold of where you keep someone regardless of whether they're injured but maybe McAvoy doesn't meet that for for Mitch
0: yeah I, I would agree with that um, and I would see a lot of candidates who could who could pop in that fourth round uh like Kopitar had a great season only looking like, he's loading up with Fiala next to him this time around uh yeah and then Nurse Giroux. obviously Giroud going to be like do, do we think he's going to be taking face-offs is my biggest question I've seen him he lines up with
1: Stutzel and Debrinkat so far right and that would leave that would leave Norris, Kachuk, and Batherson, Batherson on the first line or the one A, one B, whatever you want to call it. So yeah. yeah, they probably want Stutzel in the middle, but I'm he must he's going to take some faceoffs. He might not be he probably won't be good yeah. for fifteen a game, but he'll get he'll get like you know maybe six or seven. Five, I don't know, six, I guess guess we'll see. There, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, we'll see. Really, who knows? Um, I think I would probably keep, um, optimistically, Makar, Meyer, and Shusterkin.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave the sorrows pipe dream for him to do and surprise yeah. us, but Meyer is a, is a bit of a beast.
1: And so what would you rank this? This is an interesting one to
0: rank, I think. It is so an interesting one. A couple of things one. to consider. Like, I'd probably put it on... Like, I I don't think I can rank it higher than Neil at six. Interesting. Makar and Shesterkin are obviously, you know, top two, three options at their position. I don't know.
1: I, p- I probably would rank him higher than Neil. Yeah. I was thinking I was thinking closer to, like, I'm just looking at the op. I mean, I think Meyer's a bit of a drop-off, but Makar and Shosturkin, um, I mean, I know you're adverse to goalies, so maybe that's impacting it a bit, but um, they go up against anyone. Shosturkin was, like, clear-cut the best goalie in yeah, the league, no, and I Makar is yeah. the, the best offensive defenseman we've seen. Like, I, I don't recall ever seeing an offensive defenseman as good as him, to be honest. He's so good. Um, I'd probably give him like a seven at just because of
0: the third, the uncertainty on the third one. Just, I, can, I mean, I you know, feel feel free to... Well, like I'm looking at the only other, like so Jake's is, is a good balancing point because he's, he's got a goalie. So it's just Durkin and Vassier are close to a wash. Uh, Makara, Crosby, yeah. probably close to a wash. And then... Oh, I, so I take Makara over Crosby
1: and Tavares and Landeskog like probably pretty easily. Yo, yeah, but,
0: we, but we've got we've got Fassi in there, right? And Not Tavares.
1: No, I know, Jake. but you said Crosby and Makar are a wash, and I don't Bye. think that's true, personally. Yeah, I think Makar is above above Crosby, especially like the I'd defense, like being being Crosby a defenseman. yeah, I, sure, think sure. Is, we, I think Makar is. I think is more. Or or five here. I think yeah, I think a seven's good. I think. Cool. Um, Just, again, because of the third slot. Like, If Meyer can do anything like what he did last year, then this is a really good trio, but
0: there's certainly a question there. Yeah, no, for sure. Which uh, brings us to our second place so close. He is DJ Zabanejad. Manager Brendan coming in. Uh, He has uh, close to an embarrassment of riches here at the top. I think now with the off-season trades his trio will most likely be Lindholm, Sabanajad, and Panarin. Um, Do you see it differently? No, I don't. But I think that it's fascinating that he's...
1: I mean, I think that he almost can't keep Gaudreau on principle. (laughs) Because he just... He spurned the flames for the Blue Jackets and that whole mess. Like, Gaudreau is the highest... He's the highest-ranked preseason. I can't believe Lindholm has fallen. Like, what are they doing? Ranking him that low. Um, But... Gaudreau, and then I mean, Markstrom had a monster year last year, and Kemper. Uh, oh, he's with Washington now, right? So never mind. Um, but yeah, yeah, I I actually went with the same three: panarin's advantage out and Lindholm, despite the fact that Panarin was, I think, disappointing last year for him. Oh, for sure, he, I would agree. He did end yeah. up with nine, what ninety six points? I can't believe that's disappointing. Yeah. but like. <laughs> uh, I, that just completely flipped my argument. I said ninety six <laughs> points. That's nuts. But um, I, I remember him not being happy with Panarin, and we constantly were covering Panarin. It, it and was weak, it was a late start for Panarin for sure. Yeah, so, and he he I mean, wasn't
0: was was last season the one where like he stepped away for a bit, and like people were like, "Oh, Putin's trying to kill his family in Russia." Do you remember that? I I don't remember that. No, I won't. I, uh, I, I won't. I, plan I think that was last season but I can't remember. Yeah, um, yeah. I think he goes there. I think uh, obviously uh, everybody's expecting Goudreau to take a step back. I would agree. Um, even if he was on the Flames, I think he's. You know, I think that whole top line's taking a step back. Just although if, was, uh, if he's on, on, on the Flames, season.
1: yeah. If he stays on the Flames, just Brandon if he's keep on Goudreau the flames, over in
0: Yeah, I think so for sure. I think so too. I, like either way, he's got a dynamic duo. Yeah, um, and so so this way, yeah, for sure. If Goudreau is still on the Flames, I think he would. Uh uh-huh. um, agreed, yeah. The question is does, you know, Goudreau go in the fourth round? I think someone someone's going to
1: bite. Great. Yeah, someone's going to bite on that preseason ranking. 18. Yeah. Holy. I mean, he did have what 115 points last year. Um I think that he he probably does go in the fourth round. I don't I still don't like I there aren't many players that we've covered that have that type of talent. Granted, Goudreau has always been someone that I prefer to avoid because if he doesn't hit at all. He doesn't take any. If face you can offs, get him at a great price. Shots. Yeah.
0: Like a fifth or a sixth round, like he's a no brainer in my mind. But obviously I don't think he'll get to six. Uh I think I don't think, I think so either. he'll probably <laughs> go either second half of the fourth or and uh, beginning of the fifth. Yeah, I would um, and then like I a guy agree. like Mr Rupe hints had a wild season yeah, and look at that Just, discrepancy: it, yeah. thirty-five to one hundred twenty-eight. There's a few of them like that. Is People that is that the really. preseason? Is that our real rankings, or is that what the rankings
1: were coming into that year? Uh the current is from last. No the the preseason the twenty twenty the preseason rankings are the 2022-2023 yeah, season yeah. rankings. Yeah, they're not the preseason rankings from last year. Um, yeah, so that I think that I mean I think Gaudreau is a is a Clear candidate for the fourth round. I yeah, think by the time agree. all the dust settles on the keepers, Gaudreau is going to be one of the higher end talents is still available. With like the yeah. likes of, you know, Tavares slash Crosby, the um the Latang or Ekblad potentially, whoever's left from Forsberg and Gensel, like those sorts of things.
0: Yeah, I would agree. What do we uh, rank at Brendan here? At I think I'd give him
1: like a six, probably. I think that the. I think that the talent is good, but i I don't like. I, I don't think any of those. I'm thinking. Three I'm thinking like,
0: are top is ten it comparable to the, to Jeff Panarin, Sabanajad, and Lindholm versus Hedman, Kachuk, and Aho.
1: Um, you know like what? In, got,
0: like if Lindholm, Lindholm did lose his right wing eligibility, so that will hurt. Yeah, or left wing, whatever it was. I think it was right wing, but. Um,
1: yeah he's got six lock centers on his team right now just the way the roster stands wait no more than that seven holy smokes that's crazy who else never mind
0: Rupe Hintz lost his (laughs) as well yeah so we'll see if they can get that back I I I would push for a 6.5 I think I think that's comparable I would take I would definitely take Brennan's group over Stamkos past and Marner Um, Panarin can be a top 15 guy yeah i mean he just had a bit of a down year so and like him and
1: zibanejad are they're quite the duo um and lindholm is always talking about a
0: third fourth round guy starting last year so yeah um i i think 6.5 is pretty fair yeah i yeah 6.5 or even
1: you know you're convincing me to go closer to a seven it's quite (laughs) it's pretty on par with jeff's i think
0: yeah yeah that's that was where i was going with there all right, which leads us to our champion, yours and truly, and the meat—the meat of the problem. Oh my goodness! real <laughs> manager, Matt K. And uh, well, wait, we, you know—why? Why should I speculate? Why don't you tell us who you're going to keep? I have nightmares about
1: <laughs> who, who I'm going to keep. Like I'm just looking at the like. I think if I was to if I was to close my eyes and say who I'm going to keep. It would be Eichel, Brady Kachuk, and Svechnikov. But, oh, Jack Hughes lost his left wing eligibility. And Evander Kane lost his right wing eligibility. Oh my goodness, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> All these changes. There is a chance they'll get it back. but uh... Svechnikov is only a left wing. Dabrinkat is only a left wing. That's crazy. I wonder if they're tightening up on that. Or if it's just, I don't know. This didn't happen
0: going into the season last year, though, surely. No, I, I feel like they, they always reassess, but then they, after 10, 15 games, they can gain it back or something like that.
1: Yeah, but I feel like in the draft last season, people had more, there were a lot more eligibility than, than yeah. I'm seeing right now. Yeah. Cause like Very few Brady got Kachuk, added. I mean, Brady Kachuk, I'm, I'm a little worried about his usage with all the talent coming into Ottawa. Um like he tends to be a net front present on the net front presence on though. the power play. Yeah, I, I think so. And he's he's the heart and soul, right? So um Svechnikov was a little bit down last year, I think, in terms of points yeah. and scoring. Um I Past mean thirty goals like is still really good. And Eichel is like a complete unknown. He was absolute garbage coming back last season. <laughs> and now he's la- now. They traded Patriaretti for um the hottest commodity on the market was a future considerations yeah um Baker so pucks. yeah it's very i th- i and I, th- I i was aware of this coming into the show that i'm th- pretty sure I, I have one of the weakest keeper groups but like if you were oh, if you were to ask group. me especially who's especially just because
0: we, we've i mean, we have a live affair with brady and you know Svet- and are close to my heart yeah um, it's i yeah. mean that the banger potential is unreal
1: it is it really is although I, I also i mean i could always like i'm looking at evander kane it's like how good kane, was he yeah. when he came back like imagine having svechnikov kachuk and kane like oh my yeah. goodness i would never i would i would never lose hits or shots like that it would be and kachuk and kane only played what like half the year not even for 43 games
0: yeah, so just over a half year. the year.
1: 152 again. shots and 135 hits. Like, he was a monster when I, he was a big part of the way that I, you know, managed to secure the back to back championships. Agree. Um, so, yeah, I'd say probably, I mean, I guess we'll judge on Brady, Svechnikov, and Eichel. Um, if right. I think, I think Brady being
0: the real true lock in those three. Personally. All right, uh, brace, Fetch, Eichel, me trying to be unbiased. Uh, <laughs>
1: impossible.
0: <laughs> it's impossible. Uh, and well, I took to Brinkat really with bad. my third round. Like man, I'm almost putting this. You throwing me off with you saying it was the worst one. Um, what does a sound fair? Do you fit in that Ryan Neal group?
1: But yeah, I, think well, I mean, like, we could take I a quick look. I mean,
0: there. like, Marner Eichel passed Yeah, can be a top ten option. Brady and Fetch are going to be, you know, top twenty banger, twenty five banger option. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess it's really lacking a, a high, high end guy. But
1: it's 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 lacking the the hundred point potential, yeah. that type of thing. I well, like, I, mean,
0: I do think Iko could get there, but uh, yeah, I'm just right, a little so worried about like the, the,
1: the cancerous locker room that seems to follow him around, and it's true, um, like <laughs> or just know. just the just the the bad luck, the injuries, yeah. the. The 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 gifs of him rolling his eyes at his teammates on the bench and like, um, yeah, bad luck with the injuries. Um, but he's you know he he was an elite talent. He was incredible when he was healthy and with Buffalo before all the nonsense. I, if you asked if I if I could run it back with this team, I probably would, <laughs> minus the goalies maybe. Oh, but like, I hear you, yeah. Evander Kane, Pavelski. Jack Hughes. I'm, I loved Jack Hughes when he was healthy last year. He was so good. I
0: mean, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with six point five. Um, mostly, like I just see immense potential here. I mean, yeah. it could be closer to a six, but I, I would take them over Headman to Chacahou. Taking them over yeah. Stamkos past a Marner, taking Kane definitely Bichon, on
1: prospective results. Then,
0: yeah, just based based on last season. Carlson. Based on last mm-hmm. season, nowhere close. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I like your group.
1: Well, thank you. That makes me you feel know, a little works. bit better. I do like that, and I think that there is um, a number of people who are first round, um, potential here. Uh, like, I mean, Debrink- man, Debrinket's thirty sixth. Yeah, you I mean, I'm, Debrink- I'm high on my own yeah. team for sure. But like, I think Debrinket, Kane, I, I don't know if it'll be. I don't know if it'll be t- I think I don't know if people are as high on Jack Hughes um getting injured and such but man there was a couple weeks last year where he just won me the week he had like 12 yeah, points I, or something like it was crazy I don't think he
0: gets out of the 4th round but I don't think he's going first
1: It's uh, interesting because like yeah you don't think he's going first but like on most teams he wouldn't be a keeper maybe like if Drew targets him to replace like someone older or Neil to replace yeah. Carlson that kind of thing, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be, and I, I just love, I love the boys, man. It's got, take <laughs> me to the championship. It's like, I don't want any of you to leave. Can I keep like six or seven guys that, is that I okay?
0: Yeah. All So we'll, uh, we'll hop into our, who do we think first overall in that fourth round will be, I'd say our top contenders are Goudreau, uh, maybe a, a Kopitar Nurse, Ekblad, Latang, Forsberg. And Kreider Tavares, Kyle Connor.
1: Yeah, it sounds so sad. I loved picking the whole team. So much fun having everyone available. And like, oh, yeah. anyways, that's tough. I'm also very curious to see if anyone like keeps a, a anyone that we're really not. There. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see if anyone keeps anyone that we did not, like, foresee. Um, yeah. like, like out of left like, field. You know, yeah, or even just someone, like, you know, if if Matt T decides to keep Kadri instead of Forsberg against all that kind of thing, like, um probably wouldn't, but...
0: Yeah, I think we've at least identified all the people that that could be kept. So if you had the, the first the pick guys. in the fourth round, who do you think you would take? I think I'd probably take Evander Kane. I mean, I hate most of the players on my team anyways. Might as well throw one more. Hate their, like, <laughs> who they are as people, to be clear. Not not who they are yeah, as fantasy well, yeah, hockey hate, assets. Yeah, hate Kucherov. Uh, Dreisaitl, I don't actually mind, but I don't like the Oilers. And uh, so might as well get a potential running mate there. Um, and he's, he's just, he's pretty invaluable in a banger league.
1: He was so, and now he's <laughs> like, he's got like half a season to get back up to speed. He's going to, oh yeah. Oh, what I'm just, I'm just torturing myself here. <laughs> he's going to have a full
0: season with McDavid or Dreisaitl. Oh, geez. And please. I'd be tempted, like assuming <laughs> it's between Eichel and Kane for you, I would probably... Take Eichel, if if you yeah. take Kane.
1: What I about think, between think, what about between Swe- Svech and Kane?
0: Svech and Kane.
1: Oh. I think that's probably more interesting than it seems on the surface.
0: I mean, they're pretty darn similar.
1: They are, but I think Kane plays with the better players. Svechnikov wasn't playing with Aho last year, was he? No, no. It could always change. Good. Um, because he he was playing, with and you Trocek, just you just
0: like and Kane. I I doubt he'll do anything stupid, but like that's there's always the chance that he's just not going to be playing due to yeah. something idiotic. I
1: they don't, don't
0: even have what the heck? They don't even have
1: Svechnikov on the first power play unit on well on daily face off at least. Yeah, I they, don't have, him to, to Kot- they that, have him with. They have him with Kachaniewski in the first round. They have Niemi and Neckash neck as on this on his line mates on the second line. Yeah, that's depressing. That would be. That is. Let's see the let's see the Edmonton <laughs> Oilers. Let's take a little dive right here. Yeah, McDavid, Kane, and Kyler Yamamoto, and then the power play unit. Yeah, he's not on the first power play. He's on the second. Zach Hyman, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, McDavid, Drysital, and Barry. Oh, that could be so much better. Well, Anyways, just like
0: I mean, Edmonton. You know, it doesn't really matter if you're on one or two. You're going to be playing with McDavid and Drysital. They just stay out the yeah. time, right? So. Yeah, that's fair
1: um and those uh you know jack campbell see how he does it's uh oh man gets me giddy talking about fantasy <laughs> hockey
0: again i know particularly since my fantasy football has not been off to uh, the start i thought it was going to be but uh, yeah,
1: me. Oh my goodness, I have the worst team I've ever drafted <laughs> we're, in any we're, sport. We're playing
0: this week, I think this weekend
1: <laughs> we are. Yeah. Oh, I was the Browns. Absolutely saved my life with that last second defensive touchdown. <laughs> oh, do touchdown. you have the Browns defense?
0: I do. Oh, that's fine. The I last second in a defensive. League. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, thank God. I didn't realize that like, you had them as well. That's too funny. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah, I was absolutely shit play. But anyways, they're not here to talk about fantasy football. They're here to talk nope. about fantasy hockey. Uh, Are you willing to reveal uh, perhaps our, you know, around fifth to eight target? Are you trying to keep your cards close to your chest?
1: I don't know if I have enough. I I mean, I'm also just so biased by my own team. Like from last year, I like, I I really, I always, I liked the pick of Tarasenko last year and he did really well. Um, I remember when I was looking at the other keepers, I like, you know, if Darnell Nurse bounces back, he's a great, he's a great target. Like if Timo Meyer doesn't get kept, um, I think he would, I, th- I still yeah, think people yeah, p- are think probably I, somewhat low on him. Just playing for oh. San Jose, like he doesn't have the name. Like I, not everyone is looking at
0: each team's performance every week.
1: Like you and I, um, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But if, if my, if mirror doesn't get capped, I would consider him over, like he would be a first round pick or first overall contention for me. Yeah. It
1: is, there's a lots Um, of, I would love to get Jack Hughes on my team again. I will say that he was injured like all the time last year, but like when he was, he was just electric to watch. It was so much fun. Although locked center is like, it's a tough one. It is. There's so many like, particularly when he's not a big face-off guy at the moment, he was getting better towards the end of the year. Yeah, he was. And he, but like everyone takes a little bit to come along with face-offs when they first come into the league. (laughs) Tough rookie Um, skill, yeah. It'll be, and by rookie, I'd be, I mean, we I would be curious to just chat off the record and see what, uh, you know, (laughs) off the recording, see whatever, see
0: what you're thinking. Well, this this could be your chance to throw misinformation out there, like, you know, you don't have to be honest.
1: Oh, I'm not smart enough for that, Steel. I I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I've
0: got, I've, I've got my, my. Like, I, I feel bad because I've been thinking about this for months. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I can't turn it off. Um, So I just know I'm going to be devastated when my guys are taken. Yeah. And I've, like, I've planned out, like, the first draft, eight like... picks. Because <laughs> I got four yeah. picks in that sixth round. Um. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's kind of depressing because, like, you look at the group of players, like, between 60 and 72, and you're like, hmm. It's not some
1: kind of yeah, not not. But I feel
0: like that's yeah. where I'm just gonna have to get the guys I want and not give a shit about the rankings.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because yeah, I mean, you must not have a lot of picks later, right? So you got to take your sleepers earlier than other people yeah. would, because they just won't. But you know, have yeah, like I'm four rounds see, where you don't have any picks.
0: Yeah, but uh, a person I'm very curious to see where he'll go, and I'll definitely target him at a at a good price point. Would be uh, Batherson.
1: Yeah, I think everyone. Animal. And there's a lot of, like, even Josh Norris as well. Yeah, Norris and Anderson. They were Uh, like having.
0: Like, have a similar year that he was having before he got injured.
1: It's tough to say. I feel like everyone, maybe I just um, suffer from this more than other people, but those, the young talent is so enticing. It is. And Particularly yeah, like the if, if you're looking right.
0: to replace a potential keeper down the line.
1: Yeah, where's do I don't have a sixth round pick. I have two ninth round picks. Yeah, I got your sixth. Yeah, you've got four sixth rounders. Wow. That is quite something. Ryan's got two fourths, two sixths, two and, six two six and two eights. Yeah. That is these I mean, this is the first year where we had a lot of draft pick trading, I think. It'll be interesting. So it'll be curious to see what the teams look like after the draft and see if people who have the high end early draft picks really took advantage of that yeah at least on the surface man it, it makes is. it a lot harder for everyone else who has lower end draft picks like you don't it's not it's not the same cadence anymore right the people that you thought might be available yeah. are just all going to get eaten up by people when you don't have picks so like, like mitch doesn't old... have
0: a fifth sixth or seventh rounder no and same with brendan has a big same with brendan too. That um,
1: is going to be painful. That's going to, that to be a long wait. I spent just to see thirty-six players come off the board and the talent <laughs> level just
0: decline so <laughs> steeply. Like, yeah, it's going to be a, a long wait. It'll They're be fast. Hopefully, get their guy on the fourth and then uh, go from there. But so, yeah, so and- draft lottery will be happening sometime uh, either this weekend or next week. Uh, keeper deadline, I think, is the. Third or the second, so I think the Sunday before we draft or Monday, Monday maybe. I think I wanted a day in between just to give us leeway in case anything went wrong. Uh, and then the yeah, draft Monday, be October Wednesday, 3rd. or sorry, six thirty Mountain Time, so that's five thirty for you guys out on the out uh, on the West Coast. Yep, yeah, that
1: was fun looking at all the keeper pools. I mean, we've got a we've got a leg up on what's gonna what's coming next season. So um, it'll be. uh I'm excited again, get back into oh. it, do the weekly podcasts, uh, maybe a little bit, uh, I feel like I'm not as much pressure to win the third in a row, but, uh, it's true. it'll be, so I can be curious. I've always wanted to like be a, just have a fire sale towards the trade deadline. <laughs>
0: Man, it I was think fun that
1: would be, I think it. that would be, yeah. I mean, you had four pick now you have four yeah. picks. It's like, you've never had this many high picks before. No. So, um, You know, Um, I I don't exactly need a rebuild, but it's I'm just curious to see. Yeah, again, I am. I'm repeating myself, but I'm curious to see how much that impacts, because then maybe if it impacts like if you and whoever else has early round picks just end up dominating the league, it's like we might see less people be more hesitant to trade draft picks. um,
0: Yeah, or or closer to the deadline, boom, bust kind of league where you got like six guys going for it every season and the other six are loading up for next one kind of thing.
1: Yeah, hopefully Um, not, but uh, especially, I guess that's a good reason to have the three-year keeper cycle.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think Um, that that works on the keeper, kind of keeps it a little more balanced, would you, if you would? Yeah. In Montana, the the pod was getting some, we we had a little golf trip, uh, the pod was getting some grief for not doing any interviews, and I was like a little aghast and taken back, if you will, because I was like, man, oh man, like, you know you guys are very hard to get on the pod, but uh, yeah. maybe that's, maybe that's something we, we put a little more effort into this time around. Yeah. And, uh, try Happily. to get somebody else on here. Yeah. I'm sure we
1: see what they think about their team, you know, particularly uh, after the draft would be fun to talk yeah. to some managers and see before, like after the draft and maybe before the season, first week of the season, what do, what do you think? And um, it's always the most post draft is, is you're never going to get any higher. Everyone oh. feels the best about their team. You know, all of the, yeah,
0: all right, of the what ifs Ryan are positive really on his team last time. Yeah. Ryan's always I, I, negative on his it's team true. though. It's true. Yeah. Not until they're gangbusters. Does he shed a smile? Yep. But, uh, <laughs> he's cold and calculated. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's it for me. Uh, any final comments?
1: Nope, I've, I've said everything multiple times, so I'm good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our rambling as much as we enjoyed rambling. But uh, thanks for joining us, everybody, and have a good one. Bye bye. In, in, in my toes. In my toes. In my toes. Hockey's almost upon us. So let that whistle blow. Let that whistle blow. <laughs>
1: Oh. <laughs>